Welcome to the Daydreamer podcast, everyone. Last episode was a little dicey at the end. I did have a FaceTime come in because I'm popular. She's very popular. (laughs) It did something with our audio recording that made our voices talk at the same time and then have a lot of dead space. (laughs) I really thought that I was talking over you. And then I realized that, no, the audio is just jacked up pretty bad. So we had to cut that out. And instead, we are doing it this episode. Sorry, everybody, for the delay. Yes, it is some premium content, so we are excited to share it. Thrilled. Honestly, and it may be even better because we've had some improvements. I mean, I didn't change mine, but Emily did, so. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) she's talking about me. I've had some significant home improvements. Someone on the team really took some time to reflect and... Not naming any names, but it was me. Yeah, not to name any names, but it was not Anna. All right, so a little bit of an overview. We're going to do a long intro today because we got a couple random things to Mm -hmm. hit, just things that we just want to talk about. Yeah. And then we'll go into our segment of At the Table, revised. And then we'll end with some encouraging notes, just some minor things. So, yeah, you know what? Time will tell, and we cannot wait to share. We really want to talk about the Parks and Rec special. Now, we are big Parks and Rec fans. For many reasons. One, it's funny. Two, it has many of our favorite actors and actresses in it. And it really particularly resonates with me as an Indiana resident. Emily is also an Indiana resident for her college career. And at the time it came out, I was very much an Indiana resident. Yes. What did you think? Because I did watch the first 30 minutes, which was behind the scenes, never before seen interviews, which that kind of stuff I obsess over. And then the second 30 minutes was a new episode I only got through about 20 minutes of that. I only watched the actual episode part. So I will first ask you, when they were doing the interviews, did you learn anything new about the show or the cast? Uh, yeah, I did. They talked a lot about the casting. They, they showed the actual auditions. Ooh, love that stuff. They showed Chris Pratt. They showed Nick Offerman. They showed Aubrey. Forget her last name. Plaza? Yep. Oh, they showed... um. I almost said Tom Haverford. Aziz Asari. <laughs> I was like, I can't think of his real name. <laughs> so it was really cool. I loved that part of it. I, I don't know if I like learned something incredibly new about the show, but I definitely learned a lot more about the production. They mm-hmm. talked a lot about the writing and the writers and the directing. That sounds great. And we should note that they were fundraising for... What were they fundraising for? Feed America, No Kid Hungry. Something. Yeah. Which was cool, and they were just encouraging people to donate. But I thought it was really cool that they put all that together, and I'm sure they all did that for mm-hmm. donated their donated their time to do it. But for the actual episode, for the actual episode, I thought it was great. I thought they really did a good job. I did not know what to think, but it was basically framed like a Zoom call, kind of, where Amy Poehler, Leslie Nope had created a phone chain for everyone to check on each other during the quarantine. So it started with her speaking with Ron, Nick Offerman. And just checking in. I thought everyone played their characters impeccably for not having acted these characters for a few years now. I thought that Chris Pratt did the best job in his character. Like, I feel like he just morphed right back into Andy. And I think that Anne also did a good job. (laughs) Yeah, that's not what I meant to say. I meant to say Rashida Jones. Rashida Jones has a very short haircut right now. Yes, it is a statement piece. A real statement. Yeah, I thought it was great. I think I do think that Chris Pratt did a wonderful job. And I was thinking about how many big acting roles he has had since he was on Parks and Rec. Huge. Definitely the most lucrative of the of the bunch. They even did a good job of why were April and Andy not in the same room. Oh, because Andy locked himself in a shed. 
right? It's like, I just thought all the storylines, they really yeah. checked out. The storylines did check out. I wish that they would have, like, just given a little bit. Like, if you're going to pop back in, I feel like they didn't give a lot of details. It was just, like, generic. But I think that makes sense because it's not like you're not trying to catch the audience up to speed. You're just getting the audience like, kind of like a bird's eye view into their, like, weekly Zoom calls, which I appreciate. I thought it was cute. Yeah, um, I honestly felt encouraged by it because I felt like it was like old friends coming back to yeah. be like, everything's okay, like it's going to be all right. I don't know if you got to, did you get to the part where um, Leslie and Ben were on the TV shows? No. Okay, so they were on. Oh, I got to the part where they showed the Joan Calamezzo show. <laughs> yes, they were on there. but then <laughs> Which I think on... might have been my favorite part. Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> And then, I mean, that's what I'm talking about. They had, like, all the characters. Yeah, it was pretty funny. I mean, it was good. For what it was and for the limited resources and time that they had, I think it was decent. Mm -hmm. I wish they would have given a little Ann Arbor shout-out is all. (laughs) Yes. I Yeah, I loved it. I would would I watch it again? I think I would. They were on You Heard It with Purd, Mm. which I love Purd. That is one of my all-time favorite characters from the show. And so I really enjoyed when they were on there. But Leslie and Ben were on there talking about mental health. And they were talking about Indiana. And then they had Andy come on and do Johnny Karate for all the kids. Cute. It was so good. And then at the very end, Leslie was speaking with Ron. So they set up a phone call. They surprised her of everybody talking to her at one time. And Andy did a musical performance of Bye Bye Little Sebastian. Oh, my gosh. They wow. They sang it together. And I literally almost cried because, one, <laughs> I love Bye Bye Little Sebastian. And, two, it was just so nice. And they all looked so genuinely, like, into it. Uh, okay, I'll definitely have to go yeah, back you have and to finish it. Watch. Highly recommend. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. I-, I loved it. So hopefully, all the Parks and Rec fans out there loved it or watched it or at least watched half of it, like me. Yeah, we do recommend. Next would be pop culture updates. Anna, you said you had a few things you wanted to touch on. The shocking news that came this week of Gigi Hadid and Zayn, shocking, of One Direction fame, are pregnant. Like, but people have calculated out her and Zayn would have had to gotten pregnant like the first week they were back together. Wow, I can't believe people calculated that. <laughs> That's so, embarrassing for I them. I <laughs> didn't tell you. I've like three charts of like the timeline. That's so weird. Isn't it? People, pe- I can't believe people invest that much. And the other thing that's shocking about it is now that means three of the five One Direction boys are dads, are going to be dads, which just feels really crazy as someone that has, you know, really followed them for a long time since they were wee little men. Yes, Anna has been a fan since day one. Talk about things that get to do the hard times. One Direction. <laughs> yeah, so that was pretty surprising. And then yes. this is another story that really was, I don't know that it was like that shocking to us, but it was just like, wow. And that is that Britney Spears very very casually mentioned on her instagram that she burnt down her gym at her home six <laughs> on accident ago, with a candle oh uh, we moment of silence for britney like yep. well it is mental health awareness so yep <laughs> we are here for you britney anything that you need that includes a fire extinguisher yep and i read another article that said that this is not the first time she has <laughs> um significantly burnt part of a home with a candle she grew up on the road she didn't know you know now she's an adult she wants to light a candle she doesn't realize it could cause a house fire listen justice for Brittany. um those of you who don't know anna and i are team Brittany till we die yep. it was my first concert that i saw 
we are here for her. And we are. If you don't follow her on Instagram, I'm just going to give her a little shout out. You should definitely follow her you on Instagram should. because it's some unique premium content. Honestly, I highly recommend. And you know what? I'm just happy that she could still do her workouts. And may it be fireproof. <laughs> and may it forever be fireproof. Two pop culture things that really took me by Pertinent. the this week. Um, I had a few just personal updates. Well, personal updates, I don't know. But professional updates? I- <laughs> no, 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 no. I did have some like good encouraging conversations this week that was friends just telling me like, pursue your dreams, hashtag daydreamer. And I really appreciate that, especially when it's coming from people that I know are safe and that I trust because it's hard to be honest with your dreams sometimes. So when you kind of yeah. like are vulnerable and throw it out there to people and they're, they're really receptive and honest with like constructive criticism, but also support you and spur you on Mm -hmm. it's very comforting and helpful but I did finish one of my master classes this week and it took me forever forever to get through it my goal was to do one class a month starting at the beginning of the year and my first class took me about a month and a half Mm -hmm. and my second one took me about two and a half months because I didn't do it for like a month yeah but I loved my last one. It was Judd Apatow, and he was going over everything from, like, stand-up comedy to improv to writing, screenplay, directing, um, producing, wow. show business in general, comedy in general. It was really cool. It was blunt and encouraging. So it was cool. And then at the end of it, he was like, now go write some jokes. And I literally stood at my notepad for, like, 10 minutes and blank stare. <laughs> You're like, Okay. The well is dry. Wow. It's just hard to be like, make up a joke. I know the comedian I follow on Instagram and he was saying, you know, so much of comedy and writing is experiencing things and going out Mm -hmm. and, you know, being around people and um, all these things. He was like, it's basically impossible to write like a good, good jokes when you're like sitting in your home by yourself, unless it's about like yourself or like things you see on the internet (laughs) yeah you don't have much to observe exactly but it's yeah so anyways sos help me um everyone you're gonna just be alongside my journey i'm not looking to get into stand-up comedy just a heads up (laughs) but i am looking to kind of cultivate creativity and use it in some sort of fun outlet in those areas. I just wanted to be open and share the journey. That's great. What do you think is the most, what's the most interesting thing you learned from it? Or just what's something that you learned from it that you think you can apply to your creative journey? I would say probably that he was just really encouraging to just start making things and take the risk and find Mm -hmm. the courage to just put something out there. Like, even if it's horrible, it's okay. You gotta, you gotta do it. And he was talking about how, like when he was starting out 30 years ago, it was really challenging. And now you literally have the tool of your phone. Anybody can record anything. There's no reason to not make anything. Mm-hmm. So I thought that that was really cool. It was encouraging that everybody should be able to make anything if you want to. His kind of leaving remark was to just take the initiative and create something for people to see. Well, yeah, which is so important. I feel like that applies to so many different creative things. So the hardest totally. part is just putting something out there. Which I think we found with this podcast and with both of our different creative journeys. But it's really hard to be like, well, this isn't the best it could be. Or like, if you know it could be better. Okay, guys, look at my work that I already have judged myself on. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> it, you gotta do. It's hard to when I, I feel like I don't necessarily have formulated thoughts or direction quite yet. I just have like a stirring mm-hmm. or 
a prompt, I guess, to do some of these things, but I don't exactly know what it looks like yet. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of hard. I think that's been maybe the summary of my creative and professional life, but yes, the direction. Yeah. And knowing what to do with ideas or potential. Mm -hmm. But overall, I feel like it was really cool and encouraging and like, really relatable and just down to earth. He was like, I'm going to be honest. Most people are terrible, even people in the business. (laughs) So it's okay. Everybody and everybody has moments where they suck, even the best people in the world. So, so it was good. I I really liked it. Hopefully that's encouraging to all the creatives and the dreamers out there. Mm -hmm. Just do it. Hashtag just do it. Sponsored by Nike. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) It's not Nike. It's not Nike on the record. Not Nike. Officially not Nike. (laughs) <laughs> uh next segment is at the table at the table everyone you have been waiting so long even though i haven't even released the other episode yet that's right the invitations have been sent out we have invited people to our parties and we cannot wait to share with you so if you guys are not familiar you select 12 people total including yourself for a dinner party one has to be your date And you kind of are supposed to think about the order of how everybody's sitting and, you know, plan how they would all get along. So you could do people that are dead or alive. I've chose everyone that's alive because it's just like a lot of people. You have to narrow it down. Otherwise, it's just numbing. It's so overwhelming. So it'd be celebrities or, you know, some sort of famous people that you would know of, not like your mom. This is going to be a recurring segment. This doesn't mean that these are absolutely your number ones. Yep. For this time in my life, these are the people I would love to invite. Who did you invite? Okay, so the first invitation went out to the person that will be my date, and that would be Harry Styles of One Direction (laughs) fame. Baby, I'm perfect for you. We already discussed my love of One Direction. On brand. On brand for me. Harry Styles. Next to Harry Styles, I have invited Dolly Parton. At the head of the table, I have invited G.W. Bush, former president of the United States of America. By beside GW, I have invited Luke Bryan of Country Fame. Those two would really hit it off. Oh, for sure. Um, And then I have Casey Musgraves across from Harry Styles because they toured together. Good friend. Oh, wow. Love them. I did see them in concert. It was fantastic. Um, Beside Casey, I have John Mayer. Then I have Kate Middleton, Mm. Princess. Have you heard of her? And then I have. Florence you we are always not positive how to say her name but recently of little women fame at the other end of the table I have Guy Fieri Mm. no need to even explain why I have Guy Fieri beside Guy I have Mindy Kaling now that is a dynamic duo that I would like to be around she would find it so funny (laughs) and then beside Mindy I have Joe Jonas who then is my final person so he's to the left of me yeah so I am sandwiched between Joe Jonas and Harry Styles which honestly wow what a dream so that is those, a hot sandwich. Yep, that is a hot sandwich. So those are my guests that I would love to have at my at my dinner party. What a riot. You have a lot of musical talent at the table. So I would hope that there are a lot of little ditties. Yeah, I think we could put together some jingles. I'm picturing that scene from the breakup. Mm, yes. And tap, tap, tappy. Yes. And Gary with the cake drum. Come, the- come. One of my lifelong dreams is to like work on a tour, like a music tour. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, wow. You'd be great at it. Yeah, thank you very much. I could do a creative planning. You know, I'm quite strong. I could move things around. (laughs) (laughs) 
I feel like your REM cycle was meant to link up with a tour bus. Yes. In fact, I, I thrive on very little sleep. So I do great on a bus. Sign her up. Sign me up, everybody. Yeah. But I was going to say, I think in reflecting on this, I do personally follow or like feel more connected with many musicians over over actors do you feel like that's because of their medium of music and vulnerability you feel connected to them maybe or maybe they're just like more active like on instagram and things i also am just like really fascinated with how cool it would be to be a musician i think that your table is so fitting especially for your introduction to hosting Thank you. I'm really excited about the upcoming party. So mm-hmm. mark your calendars. We're thinking monthly that um, these parties will be happening. Yep. It's, it's so fun. It's I so found fun. myself really, I was at the kitchen table for at least 45 minutes and I was like actually stressed. My mom asked me what was wrong when I was doing it. <laughs> Did you tell her what you were doing? No. <laughs> I said I'm working on my podcast. <laughs> this is very important, mom. And for my at the table, I was writing my table at the table <laughs> and it was very hard. As you suggested, writing out a big list of people who you think would be mm-hmm. good. Um, I think what I did is I started with my date and it just kind of trickled from there. And then I implemented a few people that I know that I would want to hang out with. Mm-hmm. And then I figured, how can these people connect? Mm-hmm. I feel like it would be really great conversation very intentional time a few people who that's kind of like their main thing Mm -hmm. and then also some comedy and also maybe some things that I'm interested in yeah well I honestly cannot wait to hear so who first of all who is your date my date is going to be very shocking to you it is Tony Hale he is married but I definitely think he would just accompany me to the dinner Please tell me why I don't know who Tony Hale is. Tony Hale is, he was on Veep. He was on Arrested Development. Wait, who was he on Arrested Development? Buster. Oh, yes. I love him. I really like him. I just only ever know him as Buster. Mother! Hey, brother. And you know he's a Christian. Yeah, I feel like it would just be really great to have good conversation with him. He really inspired me when he was recently on armchair expert in the fall yeah, i was gonna say i loved that episode i think that's my favorite episode of armchair expert it was mm-hmm. so so good he was talking a lot about like therapy and anxiety and it was mm-hmm. just and also how that plays out in the entertainment industry mm-hmm. and i just feel like he's such a bridge mm-hmm. to a lot of people so yeah he's wonderful that and I think he would be hilarious. So that is my date. He, yeah, he would be great. I totally support that. Next to him is Steve Carell. Oh, perfect. Which I think would obviously be a great dynamic of those two, and he would really lighten the room. Yes. And mm-hmm. then at the head of the table, I have Reese Witherspoon. Wow, what a have, sweet soul to bring in. She would just be a great time. She would be a great time just as far as actual like casual conversation but then her entire production company she started yes how does she keep predicting that all these books are going to be the best tv shows ever we're talking hello sunshine we're talking um draper james we're talking women empowerment just like very genuine so i'm all about everything that she does absolutely and next to her is a similar vibe with jennifer gardner oh Wow. Yes. So good. She was top, top on my list. And she's hilarious. You may bring a covered dish because, you know, her cooking. She does <laughs> on Instagram. Yes. Little show. Next mm-hmm. to her, 
I have Arielle Vandenberg. Yes. Is that how you say her last name? I don't know. I've never said her last name out loud. <laughs> but I love her. Also a believer in Jesus. Uh-huh. And I think it would be hilarious to see her. She's kind of across from me. And she's across from Tony Hale. And she's across from Steve Carell. But she really is so funny. Like, everything she does. I don't think I've watched anything and not laughed at it. I really me too. Don't. Next to her is a wild card. It's not necessarily famous or celebrity, but somebody that I really respect. Sarah Doubledam, the CEO and co-founder of Darling. Wow. What a great add-on. Yes. She interviewed Ariel a couple issues ago. So I think that could be a good connection there. Next to Sarah is an intellectual choice, Tim Keller. Oh, wow. I can't even... Just with this lot so far, the conversations would be... It might be a little heavy, but I feel like I have some comedic relief in there. Oh, yeah. It would be so balanced. I really believe it. Good. Thank you. I was, like, super stoked about this. Tim Keller is probably my favorite speaker, author, pastor, and I just would love to have a conversation with him. Next to him, Joanna and Chip Gaines. Classic. Classic. There's really no need to go into it further. And then to really top it all off, the cherry on top, I do have next to me the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge. Yes. William and Kate. The Royal Highnesses. Yes. So I am sandwiched in between Kate and Tony. I feel like this is a very mature table you've chosen. (laughs) It is. It is. Stark contrast to my first go round. Yeah, I like it. It's very like, it's very multi-leveled. You really have a little bit of everything. It is three-dimensional. Very pleased with it. I don't know how I can, I mean, I definitely have a lot of more people that I wanted to invite, but there's always the next party and I just would like this party to last forever though. Wow, I would love to attend that. And I'm going to ask you something I asked last time and what would you serve these people for a meal? Probably something from Reese's cookbook, probably something from Jen's pretend cooking show and something from Joanna Gaines cookbook. Yeah, you may just like, it might be best to let Joanna just kind of take over the catering. <laughs> She can take over the catering and the design aesthetic. Yeah, I think she would do a wonderful job. Maybe she can come over early and we can have some one-on-one time. Yeah, she could do like a little, this is what you should do when planning a dinner party. Honestly, she'd probably be on an episode of the show. (laughs) (laughs) Great, yes. Fix her upper. Um, (laughs) I also think that the dynamics of everyone, they would really respect the royals. I think they would really respect them, but then also kind of view them as real people, you know? Yes. I definitely think that it would be a good give and take. Yeah. I think they just want to be viewed as, like, real people, but also be respected. And I truly believe everyone at your table would do that. Long live the queen. God save the queen is what I meant to say. (laughs) (laughs) And also long live the queen. Wow. God save the queen, respect the crown, and the monarchy. Down with Megan. Just kidding. (laughs) Please note who wasn't invited to either of our tables. Please note who didn't get an invite. We're still bitter. (laughs) I'm not ready. (laughs) And that is my table. Wow, that is really good. I really enjoyed this exercise, and I can't wait for the next one. I'm going to be thinking about it. I feel like it's going to just really take over a lot of space in my head. <laughs> Up in the I clouds. Some people could be reoccurring guests. We definitely can have reoccurring guests. Like They could be different kinds of parties based on the season. Like Perhaps my next party that we're choosing people for could be a pool party. Great, and that will definitely help figure out who you will be inviting. 
Yeah, you can have a pool party, a 4th of July party. It's kind of fun to have them seasonably appropriate. I'm very much here for it. And I would just like to encourage our listeners, go ahead and try this exercise. Mm-hmm. And if you want to invite us to your table, you can. We are famous. Yeah, we're famous to um, the Daydreamer podcast listeners. So if you want to, know that we would be a wonderful asset to any table. We are very great with um, celebrities. Yes. And that's a true statement. I stand by that 100%. Me too. I really think, I honestly think such a good person to interact with a celebrity i want to i see them for their humanness i wouldn't even want a picture because honestly i'm sure i would look terrible in it i just would want to just say hey love what you do and have like a real conversation would you want to meet some time for coffee and become best friends (laughs) i don't want anything from you besides your deepest friendship (laughs) all i want from you is a slot at your dinner table that's all i want all right um, and to round it off, we just have some encouraging notes, which is really open-ended. We just wanted to leave it without doing another segment, but also just kind of give people a little funny encouragement. Mm-hmm. So for me, mine is pretty silly and random, but I just think something good that has come out of these quarantine times is my grandma has become so tech savvy. It's hilarious. <laughs> She has a smartphone, but it's like a dumb smartphone, but she does have Facebook and she does have a Facebook app. So I, we figured out how to FaceTime through Facebook. She literally calls, not all the time, but a decent amount. And it's really funny. And she can use the filters on it. This is even better. She has found out how to use GIFs (laughs) via text. Yeah. And it is so funny. They're witty. They're really witty. And she sent a gif back of Dumb and Dumber of Lloyd and Harry riding on <laughs> riding on their little scooter. Uh so Carol has a sense of humor, everyone. Lighten the load. So the a pro of this quarantines is grandparents learning technology. Yes, absolutely. My grandparents are already very tech savvy, so they do wow, some, great. Like, Zoom calls. My other grandma, not so tech savvy, but she does get on Facebook from time to time. Now, this is something that I thought, unfortunate. I don't know if it's unfortunate or not, but this is also something a One Direction member did. But I read last night that Niall, of One Direction fame, donated tablets to every nursing home in Ireland. And I just thought that was, like, the nicest That thing. makes me want to cry. I know. I thought, talk about encouraging things. Oh my gosh, that's so sweet. <laughs> I know. I, I just think that's... How do you work this thing? Yeah, I just thought, it, well, that's something really great coming out of all this. I think it's just people being, I don't know, just like giving of themselves. It's just like people are doing such nice things for other people. There is a sense of unity in there, and that's encouraging. Yeah, it is encouraging. And I hope people will remember that and take that with them out of this. Yeah, I think a big thing, people are being intentional in a time that's slower. So I hope afterwards, when things aren't as slow, people still continue to be intentional. Yeah, I really hope so, too. I think so. I mean, you can't walk out of this unchanged. No, you can't. And I know, like, for me, I'm like, wow, I really can't wait to, like, hang out with my grandparents again or, like, be able to hang out with you and our other friends something simple that we've done many times like go to chicago together is gonna, oh my god we're gonna go to chicago together. what is this outside air yeah like it's just i just think things are gonna feel like really exciting and mm-hmm. obviously 
you know, I'm a homebody, so I still would like to be inside. I would still be excited to go out and do stuff and, you know, make the round. Yes. And we will leave you with one more encouraging note. We did see a meme that really hit home. After all this is over, knowing me, I'm really going to fancy a night in. <laughs> and that could just not be more true. But it's on our terms. You know? It's on our terms. And we will appreciate going out. Yes. Absolutely. All right, everyone. I hope this was encouraging and fun to you. Make sure you get your daydreamer on. Try that table exercise. Watch Parks and Rec. Any, any other homework, Anna? Um, I think that's all. Maybe go outside. Get some sunshine if that is available where you live. Be careful out there, folks, because if you've forgotten in the Midwest, the sun is hot. And Anna yes. is sitting here with a two and a half degree burn on half of yes. her right thigh. Yes. Six feet away from my friends celebrate someone's birthday. Sat there for about three and a half hours because we have not seen other people for a long time. And I got a big old sunburn right down my leg. But you know what? It's honestly never, I've never felt more alive than having the sunburn. (laughs) Nothing makes you feel more alive than having your leg be constantly at a 102 temperature. That's right. It's very warm as I sit here now. Radiating. I am radiating (laughs) the heat of the sun. Oh, wow. All right, everyone. In case we don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. last podcast i feel like we really hit a stride and it was an evening record this is a late morning record we've got that weekend vibe right now saturday morning i think we're gonna have to challenge ourselves to be quick yes we are we're just being vulnerable with our audience yeah and sometimes (laughs) your brain just needs a hot second i frequently have to tell emily the screen is not frozen i am thinking (laughs) good thing i edit editing actually has been really fun good i'm happy that you are enjoying it and what a skill you're learning i feel very much like i don't know something extreme like a a coder (laughs) or i'll be on the computer and have like the scowl on my face and be hitting my keys really hard really fast (laughs) (laughs) i am a girl boss (laughs) we need an intro yeah we do we do we need like a quick one two three welcome to the daydreamer we're deep <laughs> welcome to the daydreamer where dreams meet reality yeah <laughs> did it take you a while to think about what that meant <laughs> or were you daydreaming i think i forgot we were on a podcast <laughs> What am I doing? Where am I? Who am I? <laughs> time will time will literally tell. I feel like I have marbles in my mouth. <laughs> time will tell if Emily truly has marbles in her mouth. I need some uh some exercises. <laughs> the tip of the tongue, the teeth, the lips, the tip of the tongue, the teeth, the lips. Yeah, why aren't we doing a warm up? <laughs> do 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 Anyone have a piano they could play for us? <laughs> And then we'll. Everybody loves Indiana. Oh my gosh, there are the marbles. (laughs) The marbles are here. I also love Joe. Joe. Whoa. 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 Love Joe Jonas. That was a real tongue twister.
Joe Jonas. Um, you, so you are sandwiched. Oh, I'm so sorry. That gave me PTSD of our last audio. <laughs> me talking over you. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, time out. I have to pee. Hey, I have to go to the bathroom too. Okay, great. Potty break. So everybody, just do it. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> We're stuck on a loop. We're not going to just do it loop. They do. Ooh. Siren. I I think the flyover is happening right now. <laughs> it's just so loud. And he was sitting right by the window in the living room. And all of a sudden we hear, <clears throat> and one of the birds flew at the window. And it was so sad because I think I told you that there's like a few morning doves. Yeah. There's like a, a, a mate. Yeah. And they always like flutter around and they're so peaceful <clears throat> on our deck. Oh my god, that's good though. <laughs> and they I'm pretty sure it was one of them. Did it die? That's I hope that it didn't die. Um or that it didn't have a traumatic brain injury. Wow. What a what a moment to reflect on when birds are accidentally harming themselves. <laughs> uh, we think accidentally. <laughs> right. Yeah. Maybe he's just really sick of these quarantines. <clears throat> Mental health is important. Folks, mental health is important, which is why we like to stay positive out here. We're not, ig- we are not ignoring the hard. No. Oh my gosh. The no. dove is outside my window. <gasps> I wonder if it's the mate. It hurt us. It thinks you can help. <laughs> that is such a good, how can you do that? <laughs> I must go into improv. <laughs>